It's all right. Today's Wednesday. Well, hello, hello, dear listeners. Utah's trying to uh, take the rest of the world to hell with it. <laughs> yeah, since last time we talked, Rudy Gobert from the Jazz caught coronavirus. So did Donovan Mitchell. And then today we've had several earthquakes. All right, I feel like we should also mention the fact that Rudy didn't just get the coronavirus. He then, you know, went to a school and spread it to, like, exposed. Well, yes, but he didn't realize that he had it. He did not realize he had it at the time. He didn't not realize. the time he went not the time he went to the school. No, no, yep. But it's because he lives in Utah. He has that kind of luck. Yeah. Apparently. And then I'm... Shrimp Town had a giant earthquake. Yep. So our little shrimp town had giant earthquake. We've had tons of aftershocks after that, including two since I've been sitting here. And your five year old daughter is now terrified to move. Yep. Yeah. She would not let me get out of the doorway for about two hours. Will you tell Utah to just stop? Well, according to my mother, it's the end of the world. And Lori Daybell. <laughs> oh, good. I'm so glad. Those are the most reliable people I want to believe. Your mom and Lori Daybell. Yep. My mom went ahead and called me... Uh, a demon again to your face that's well not really to your face but you know what i mean text message to your device yes usually she only does that to your siblings yeah which more props to her i guess i mean she goes up and tells me that you know um joseph smith predicted this and all this other shit so I called her out, said, well, technically, he said it was supposed to happen two years ago, not this year, and she lost her goddamn shit, and I'm like, if you're going to bring it up, of course I'm going to question you about it. Can I just make a statement that when I was Mormon, I remember reading an article. This was, oh, I lived in Pocatello still, but I had Jude, so maybe three years ago. And three, four years ago, and I read an article in the Mormon magazine, The Enzyme, that said, talked about the second coming, and it was directed to, like, young adults, and it said, you will see your children be able to raise children before the second coming. Uh, okay, so that means that so, it definitely, so... By their own standards, it shouldn't be happening now. Yeah, but now I've heard from three freaking Mormons that it is. Well, they obviously didn't read the same enzyme I read. (laughs) They are also saying that, hey, you got to put on your makeup because you're going to meet Jesus. Okay. (laughs) I've actually heard worse things said, but I've never heard anyone say that. There was a prophet once who said a quote, even uh, um, even an old barn looks better with a little bit of paint on it. Oh. 
and that was referencing makeup but it had didn't actually say anything about jesus because in theory shouldn't jesus not care what you look like exactly so i don't know i don't really get he would love you regardless yeah that one doesn't make sense to me and then makeup for jesus and then my sister claims that it's coming too. Second time, I mean, it's coming. I'm like, yeah, you guys have been saying that for. Oh, I don't know. What, 200 plus years? So. Okay. <sighs> yeah, there's been other pandemics and other natural disasters. And guess what? We live through them. Most of us, anyway. Now, more so than it being the second coming or the apocalypse or the end of the world, I am mildly concerned that we're going to have to be, like, quarantined to our houses for up to, like, eight months. I really hope that's not true. That's that's my bigger fear right now. Yeah, because, I mean, seems- I'm an introvert, but I gotta get out somewhat you know the world's having issues so everyone sit back and relax and enjoy a nice podcast about murder yeah buddy well first things first though i have a crazy day bell update Ooh, okay let's hear it all right so on friday the 13th march 13th uh Lori's lawyers stepped down from defending lawyer Lori saying that they couldn't consciously represent their client of their best interests. Holy shit. Which to me raises a huge red flag. I wonder if she admitted to doing something to her children and that's the speculation is why they stepped down. And also the current judge ended up stepping down as well. Wow. Yep. I don't even know what to make of that. Yeah. She's currently facing five counts in the case of her missing children and two felony charges uh, for non-support of dependent children and a misdemeanor count of resisting and obstructing justice in an officer and socialization of a crime and conduct. So she's still claiming her innocence. And with... The judge stepping down the the bell for uh you know a hundred thousand dollars or actually no sorry it got down to ten thousand that has been re-upped so her bell's back at a million dollars. Holy cow. And her next hearing date is May seventh. All right. Yeah, and a little other thing we found out in October, Lori visited a storage unit. That contained the kids' bikes, photo albums, clothing, and other children's personal items. She and sometimes up to two other unknown men visited the storage unit nine times in October and once in September. Um, and it's just kids' stuff that's in there. Okay. And on October 2nd, there's one guy seen with her. They originally thought that it was her brother, Alex, but they've like digitally formatted the video and honestly to me it looks like it's chad in the video and they put a tire in the storage unit and they 
put what appears to be a removable back seat of a car into the storage unit as well. He then proceeds to like pat her ass and this entire video is seven minutes. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, that totally looks like Chad to me. Like you can just see outlines, but I'm like, yeah, that looks like Chad. Uh, theory is that the tire is the tire to the Jeep, like the back of the Jeep that Ty Lee drove, which is the same Jeep that was seen shoot that was shooting at Melanie's estranged husband, which Melanie's Lori's niece. Remember when we mm-hmm. talked about that? And there was a shooting, and he claimed that it was the deep Jeep that Ty Lee was driving. So yeah. they're thinking it's the tire that was on the back of the Jeep and the back seat to the Jeep that was taken out. All right. The next day, she came back to the storage unit with a different man, and this one does appear to be Alex, her brother. He carries the tire out of the storage unit into the car. He also appears to be looking around, making sure no one's looking at them. He also carries the car seat out by himself, and the first man in the first video carried it with Lori's help. The police have now seized all of the items that were in the storage unit as well as the Jeep. All right. Have they... I mean, I assume they haven't really released if they found anything or not yet. No. Nope. They haven't really, like, and I don't think they will until, like, you know. That's just interesting. Like, why would you put a tire and a backseat into a storage unit and the next day get them back out? That's a very good question. Yeah, we may never have the answers to. That, and I don't know. It's crazy. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand what's happening there. Well, she's a god, remember? And the second coming isn't coming in July 2020. That, that's it. Yes. So, all right. That starts now. Yep. Yep. That's exactly it. Okay. We will get into another murder. Dun, all right. Done. I guess technically the only murder that we know of right now, but still. Craziness. More craziness. We can just name this podcast Craziness. Crazy. Crazy. Okay. This one is on Robert Hollis. He was from Inglewood, California. He was a seven-year-old who was legally partially blind. So in his left eye, he was completely blind. And in the right eye, he could only see things really up close. So he couldn't see things side to side. Uh, but he could actually text you and stuff if the phone was really close to his face. Okay. How old was he? 75. All right. So old man. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a choir member and they called him Mr. Bojangles. Like he would sing in the choir every Sunday. He would also go to, after his services on Sunday, he would go to this little cafe after church every day called Tal's Cafe. And he would actually go ahead and text one of the waitresses. Her name was Bridget McDaniels and tell her like, hey, I'm on my way. And they would have his coffee and a sandwich ready for him. I mean, they said he came for the people to interact with them. You know, it wasn't just about the food. It was about interaction with, you know, people that he cared about. That's kind of cute. Yeah. So... On June 18th, 2015, oh, sorry, it was six days after that, but that's when they believe that he died. His son, too. A neighbor called the son to report concern. 
that um, Robert had not shown up to go shopping with them because, I mean, you know, he's partially blind, so they would always take him and everything, and he never missed going shopping once a week to get his, you know, necessities and stuff. Mm-hmm. So his son went to go visit him at his home, and this was six days, like, after, like, so no one's seen him for six days, and his son goes in and finds him decapitated whoa didn't see that one coming did you no (laughs) yeah yeah get this his head has never been recovered yeah what that's it's not in the house so somebody took his head yes um the police have ruled out a robbery as a potential factor uh here's another thing there was hardly any blood Okay. Decapitation is not like a clean thing. No. It's messy, like, and it's not like the easiest thing to do either. They, so, I mean, there's theories going around saying that, you know, this happened out of the house and someone brought his body back, but not his head. And so when they did an autopsy on his body, there was gunshot residue on his clothing, suggesting that he was shot. Um, but I mean, like, yeah, there was, like, no blood besides what was pursuing from the severed head. Okay. Yeah. So, obviously, someone had shot him at some point. There was no bullet in the body. So, it is suggest that because there was gunshot residue on him, that either he was shooting it to protect himself or someone shot him and the bullet is in his head and that's why they took off his head. I guess, I mean, that would make it somewhat less bloody if he was dead first, I guess. Yeah, I didn't know if it, they, like, couldn't get, like, the bullet out and didn't want that traced back to them or something. So, Jeez. yeah, I mean, this case is crazy. I mean, this was 2015, so it was only five years ago, too. Okay, so yeah. here's a few theories. Some think... Because he's very religious, that maybe his decapitation was part of a satanic ritual. Which this is also because it was within the day of the summer solstice, which is the 20th of June. And they could have, the autopsy could have gotten the death date wrong. Because no one found him for another six days. Like, no one saw him for a whole total of six days. And there's speculation that he was used for a satanic sacrifice but most satanic rituals have stab wounds and there wasn't any on robert's body okay people are like well with how decapit how decapitation is it's a a lot of people it's because of anger and a lot of people think it's someone maybe he personally knew maybe someone at the diner did he say something in the crowd or you know one person saw him and like followed him and just was really upset for whatever reason but also people were saying you know decapitation isn't something that's done easily so could have been a work of an up-and-coming serial killer that wanted to know how it felt like to kill someone not just kill someone but decapitate someone knowing he was 75 years old and like he was old and probably gonna you know pass of old age soon possibly stalked him and he seemed to have, like, 
quite the same schedule and it would be easy to follow him, especially with him being partially blind. Maybe they even offered to walk him home and taken him to a completely different location. Jeez. No, that could be a feeling. Possibly another one could be, who knows, maybe Robert was one into one of these communities of fetishes where people out there, there's actually a fetish of people being beheaded because there is science to suggest that after the head has been severed, it can still have consciousness and actually talk. No. Yeah, there's science behind that. The head would be able to. For up I mean, to 39 seconds. That's so weird. So there are like these fetishes, like, um, for example, like really messed up like this. Being beheaded is a fetish. Being eaten alive is a fetish. You know, stuff like that. Like there are those fetishes. And technically, yeah, he could be one of, part of one of those communities and thought, you know what? Uh, this is how I want to die. I want to die on my own terms. And I want to know how this feels like. That's so crazy. So no other person's DNA can be found at his home besides his family's. And his family has been ruled out. Could it possibly be a police officer? Knowing how to get rid of evidence. Maybe they hide a head in one county and the body in another or even a different state. But why? What would a police officer's motive be? Just the fetish? Fetish. Maybe an undercover serial killer. That's so weird. But with all this, I can't believe that someone didn't see, like, something. Even if it seemed, like, normal, like, oh, well, he normally hung around this person. Or, oh, he normally walked with this person. I can't believe that they didn't see something. And then, you know, and I mean, any little information would be able to help this case. Because this is just so bizarre. They have never named anyone as suspects or persons of interests. Jeez. or anything that's so it's weird insane. it's insane i mean nothing was stolen like even in his pocket he had like his wallet with money in it i wasn't even taken <sighs> so to me so they- i'm th- i'm thinking it's either like someone wanted to know how it felt to decapitate someone and so they did this or it had to be anger like someone really hated him yeah because like i said like that's that would not be something that's easy and then you know the um there's residue on him there's both like gun residue so obviously either he shot the gun or someone else did that's so weird could aliens have taken his head and put in his body back dude that's not even my theory on this one <laughs> i was putting it out there before you did like what what do you think could it have been maybe like his priest or something Mm, interesting maybe confess something Mm -hmm. maybe confess something that was really shocking and his and his priest was upset over that yeah yeah I've never heard that one. Or maybe like his priest, he knew something about his priest. He didn't want like, cause he, you know, was so devout and knew so many people. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Be that. Oh, and one thing I forgot to mention too. Um, so he lived alone. He was divorced. 
but him and his ex-wife end up talking every day. And so what gets me is why did it take six days to finally get to him? If you're talking to him every day, there's people that supposedly see him every day. Why did it take six days? I don't know. That's a very good question. I know that she didn't live, like, right in the area, so she, like, couldn't go by and, like, just pop in and see him to check on him, but still, like, why didn't you call on something, especially with an elderly person, you know? Yeah. So is the ex-wife a suspect at all? She's been questioned and cleared, and her alibi states that, you know, she was out of state of that time and that that's checked out but like i said though who knows if the exact dates are correct no one said they've seen him for six days autopsy said that you know he died on the 18th but did they get their own what about the family who normally drove him to the grocery store maybe they were sick of him being a burden oh that was a friend a neighbor actually But okay, yeah. What about that person? Yeah, I guess that could be it too. Just sick know. of feeling name? like they had to do it, and or maybe someone else that just felt like sick of trying to care for him. From what I knew, I mean, besides being partially blind, he, I mean, he always had someone to help him, but but I do know that he used to walk to. So from the church to the um, diner where he would go and get his coffee and sandwich, he used to walk there by himself. Yeah. Did he, he, he might have had like a walking stick or something. He did. It was a white one with a red tip. Okay. Hi, Kitty. Well, what do, you, what do you think? Yeah, I guess he could have been a burden on someone and someone just like finally snapped, you know? Either that or, it just seems like it's such a clean job, though. To me, it's like either someone that's done it before or someone that is definitely fetished about it and done their research wanted to know how it felt. Just because it was done so no other DNA was found. I mean, it's 2015. Like, they scoured that, you know, his place and... Besides his family, none of his other DNA was ever found. That's so weird. And, you know, his family's DNA, of course, would be there, you know? Yeah. His son would, I think, come and check on him, like, once a week and stuff. But the fact that the job was done so okay, well. Okay, so if it had been no six blood. days and his, his son came to check on him, how come his son didn't notice? Didn't notice what? That he was missing. I don't know. Well, that's the thing that gets me. I'm like, I don't know why it took him six days. Like, a neighbor called the son to report concern. And then, because he didn't show up to go shopping, the son went over there the next day that the neighbor said. I don't know what time, like, they called and stuff. What time the neighbor called the son, but he said he'd go over there the next day. He went over there the next day around 1 p.m. and found him decapitated. Okay, and also, why why would he wait till the next day? Like I said, I don't know what time of day it was. Like, I don't know if it was late at night. Okay, but 1 p.m. when you go over first thing in the morning? Yeah, yeah, I know. Or at least try calling or something? Yeah, I thought that that was kind of interesting, too. 
Here's another theory. Could have been more than one person that felt like okay. he was a burden. Okay. So it was multiple people, multiple people to clean it up, multiple clean people to do the job. Jeez. Maybe. Yeah. And the only DNA it was ever found was, ugh, I don't know. Like the fact too, that there was no other blood besides what was pulling from his head. So there was no blood spatters oh. that was found. There was like, there was none, like no blood. The thing that also throws me off is if you really just, if he was a burden, you feel like there could be other ways to make it look less suspicious. Exactly. To kill this a man that age. Yes, this looks very, you know, hateful. Like this is very blatant murder. Like, exactly. There are other things you could do to an old person where maybe there wouldn't be so many fingers pointed. Just be like, oh, he passed away type thing. Not he, like, he died of old age. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. this screams either hate or, you know, like it was someone that wanted to do this. That's so weird. I mean, he's 75 years old. There would have been so many other ways and people not even questioning it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what uh, California laws were back then, but I know in some states you don't even have to get an autopsy like here oh, in utah, a lot of times if it's not violent you don't actually here in utah if people are suggested well and still even you know he's old age and everything but if people are suggested to be healthy and stuff and they die suddenly then it's required here but in idaho like with tammy daybell it's not required and he's over age too they might have not even done an autopsy you know someone could have easily gotten away with this so kind of to me it's like haha like you're not gonna catch me i know what i'm doing type thing and it just scares me to know that there's people like that out there but to me that's what it's screaming like haha obviously i wanted to blatantly murder him and i'm going to show you and you're not going to find me because I'm not going to leave, you know, I'm not going to leave a, a trail of blood. And it's like, it, oh, man. Like, okay, I don't think he was murdered there because there just was nothing. I mean, nothing, not even a speck of blood. Like, but then. So they to- brought his body back specifically? Yeah, that's what I'm like. I'm like, okay. And then still, if they brought their body back, they still. Still didn't know blood or anything anywhere else. It's just crazy. So he must have been like away long enough to like bleed out pretty much. Yeah. That's so weird. So and they, you know, they hadn't checked on him for six days. Maybe he was with someone for a few days. Mm, Very possible. He was with the aliens in the spaceship. Well, and who knows too. Maybe it's just insane. Well, and I mean, they know that he goes to church on Sunday and so... If he didn't show up, there would probably be a ton more people looking for him. My theory is they probably would have, you know, done something to him on Monday and taken a few days to clean it up or whatever. And then someone found then finally they found him. Jeez. Uh, it's just, well, and this, this obviously, whoever did this is. How hard do you think it was to sell his house after that? Oh, I, I bet you it was. I think he lived in, in an apartment. This one gets me. Like, I'm like, I don't even know where to go with this. Jeez, I don't either. That's horrible. 
I'm having a really hard time understanding motive. Yeah. Like that's the thing that I don't get too. Like what is the motive here besides maybe just hate, just not liking him, just sick of him. Cause like the thing is too, if it was money, you would think they would have even taken his wallet. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I don't know. It's either really, really personal or it's like someone with a fetish to behead someone or, you know, like a serial killer or something like that yeah it's insane well and i mean who knows like maybe someone had a fetish to do this and they did it once it didn't satisfy them so they just never did it again like there was that one case on that one person that you know wanted to die by being eaten and the other guy that's still alive he's like yeah it's anyone who's having this fetish it's just not it's not worth it it doesn't satisfy it because it's supposed to be a fantasy for a reason that's so weird but maybe they did it once and that was it. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes even killers maybe. will kill once and that's it. Yeah. It's just so intense. Oh, and they've got they've got nothing. They've never named anyone a person of interest or anything. Jeez. Oh my god, how am I still tired? Oh wait, that's right. I'll look up wait. I didn't hardly get any sleep and then I kept getting waking up by a fucking earthquakes. So we're recording this at night by the way so we're both kind of just black because normally we do this during the day but her significant others are working at home so they need yeah. the computers and yeah damn COVID-19 it's just throwing everything off our children are home my partners are home I mean I love them being home but at the same time it throws off <laughs> our schedule so for the podcast so now we're doing this at night when we're both like exhausted <laughs> Oh, so anyway, if anyone has any theories about this case, we would love to hear them because this is a weird one. It, yeah, it's bizarre. And stay safe. Is this coming out tomorrow? Yeah, I'll make it come out tomorrow. Stay safe. Stay inside. Social distance. Keep yourself from going crazy while quarantined. Listen to us. We will be there for you. I'll be there for you. For you. Feel free to send us a message if you're bored. Hey, we'll Email listen to you. Email us about all our cases. We will listen to you. Hey, and if you're really, 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 really bored, I heard that Amazon's pretty much hiring everywhere. They're hiring. Yeah, they need more delivery people. Yeah, because right now the Prime, like, delivery, like, their Prime date is, like, a week out. And if you're not Prime member, it's, like, two weeks out. Mm, and it's throwing my, my daughter way off. Because she just got allowance, so we let her buy a unicorn. And she's like, oh, it's going to come tomorrow? I'm like, nope, in a week. And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, honey, welcome to the real world. If uh, if any of you have listened to our entire podcast and still need something to do during quarantine, check out audible.com. Yeah. There's some great uh, crime books and mystery books and... uh, you could read about some pandemics that will make you feel like you're living in the story. Exactly. Hey, you know what, Marie Lou? She's fantastic at that. Mm, I do love her. I do love her, too. I think Warcross is my favorite one of her. Oh, I do, too. But if you want to get a little closer to what's going on here, go for Legend. Yes, yes. Legend is definitely a little bit closer to what's going on here. And you can check us out at audible.com slash crimefairies pod. And then you can get a free book, yo. Free, free book. 
free free book free book 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 listen to us get a free book don't go crazy and most importantly of all keep fucking going